We about to make it rain down on me. <laughs> Hello, y'all. We are back here. It is the second episode. You know the vibes. We are in this bitch, man. What's good? How's everybody doing out there today? I hope y'all are doing good, man. A shout out to all of y'all. Thank you for tuning in again, again, again. We are here. Episode two. What's up? It's your boy Q. Back with the three-day weekend podcast. Yes, sir. Let's get right the fuck into it, man. You know, a lot of shit happens throughout the week, man. A whole lot of bullshit. A lot of, a lot of shit. You feel me? Um, but there was one thing in particular I wanted to get into. This is kind of old news, but... Every day this shit is developing, so it's, it's getting, you know, it's kind of still in the know right now, still in the news, you feel me? We're talking about the coronavirus vaccine, right? And I see a lot of people out there talking about they don't want to take it, they don't really want to get into it. Why are you not taking that shit? You motherfuckers in your conspiracies, motherfucker, talking about, I'm going to get a mic, they're going to put a microchip in me, bro, they're going to track me, bro, they already tracking you on your iPhone, they tracking you on your bum-ass Android, they tracking you on your Apple Watch, they tracking you on your computer, they already tracking you, they already got you stamped, B. So, it blows my mind that y'all are so worried about this stupid fucking vaccine, my nigga, I'm jumping first in line to take that and call me a sheep if you want to. I'm getting first in line to take that fucking stupid ass vaccine because I'm done with this COVID shit. And all you niggas out there that's saying, oh, this shit is probably fake. It's not real. This shit is real. And this shit is fucking killing people out here, bro. This shit is fucking up all of our lives and everything. So I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to keep wearing my mask. And I'm going to get that motherfucking vaccine. And I'm going to be six feet apart from niggas in line. Swear to God. I'm going to get that shit, man. The, the, the vaccine from Fitzer. They, and they, people, and then, this is crazy, people, they go, oh, man, I'm not gonna, you know, that shit needs to be 100%, bro, no vaccine is 100%, bro, all humans are different, ding, 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 yes, I'm the winner, like, what, 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 I don't get it, some people just, they blow my freaking mind, man, that shit is crazy, man, go ahead and take that fucking vaccine, keep your family safe, keep yourself safe, use your damn brain, and, and like, come to your senses, man. We're not gonna do this whole uh, conspiracy theory shit. Niggas is on Galactahor on Summer Walker's page too much. Reading that page, I follow that stupid ass page. I follow it for the the thick thighs, for the big old bitties. You feel me? I'm not following it for the stupid conspiracies, bro. I just laugh at that shit, bro. This bitch is insane. But anyway, let me let me not say the word bitch. But you get my fucking point, man. Real talk. Go ahead and stop playing, man. Go ahead and take that shit, man. You know, let's make sure we get out of this shit alive, man. Stay safe. But whatever, man. Whatever, man. You know, let me let me move on from that because that shit got me all hot and bothered over here. And it's about 40 degrees outside, so I should not be hot. And I should not be bothered because you know your boy stay unbothered. Anyway, anyway, anyway. All right, all right, all right. So... I don't know, man. This is some. This is like the music part. This is where I get into my shit, man. But yo, I have to talk about this. The Gucci and Jeezy versus battle. That shit had me on the edge of my seat, boy. What? I never been on the edge of my seat like that. Last time I was on the edge of my seat like that was probably the last time I watched a Tyler Perry movie. Cause you know some stupid shit's gonna happen at the end. Somebody gonna get hit. Somebody, you know, Medea gonna pop up out of nowhere, bust through the wall like the fucking Kool Aid man. Anyway, back to the point. Yes, the Gucci and Jeezy battle. 
That was some shit right there, man. It was a good battle. I'm giving it to Jeezy. I'm giving it to Jeezy. That was pretty easy for me because, to me, it didn't even seem like Gucci came to battle. Gucci came to fight. Gucci came to... He came to, to, to settle some old differences while Jeezy was, you know, laid up in the chair. Because Jeezy was barely even getting up. Jeezy was just playing his music. He was going crazy. His, if anything, his DJ was way more hyped than he was. His DJ was in the back talking big shit. Bugging, going crazy. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was talking mad shit to the Gucci's DJ. I thought the, yo, I thought the DJs was about to duke it out. Real talk. That shit was funny. And, and the funny thing about that, too, is... Gucci's DJ didn't even seem like he was really with the shits. It was like they were reversed, right? It was like the demeanors was completely flipped. That shit was funny, but real talk though, man, that shit was dope as fuck to see, man. Gucci was on his Martin. Martin, uh, did I say Jeezy? Yeah, Jeezy was on his Martin Luther, his Martin Luther shit. You know what I'm saying? He was on his, you know, his Rock Nation brunch Twitter shit, talking about, you know, I own wealth. This nigga Gucci was like, yeah, you know, my fit worth. 10 bands, you know, this whole fit, I'm making money out here, and this nigga Gucci, I mean, Jeezy, was like, yo, I own half of Atlanta, I own real estate wealth, nigga, yeah, that was pretty, that was dope, that was dope, but when Gucci, when he played, when he played Truth, I was like, I was like, yo, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I didn't think he was gonna play it, really, you know, like they said, they said the old Gucci came back. They said, no, that's not a clone. That was the proof right there that Gucci is back, that, that Gucci is here, that Gucci never left. Because he played that song, the diss track. If you don't know that song, that's the, diss, the one of the most infamous diss tracks, you know, when Gucci and Jeezy was really beefing. And the infamous line, you know, where Gucci said something along the lines of, um, you know, I put your homie in the dirt or some shit. Because, you know, Jeezy's man tried to, um, you know, Rob Gucci. Uh, it was like a home invasion or something, and Gucci put him down, and it was self defense. And Gucci talks about it a lot, and you know he always talks about it because it was self defense. So, you know he did it, and but he brought that shit up, and then he emphasized the line. He even said we smoking on Pookie Loke tonight. Like yo, he went crazy. Like Gucci was like on some demon time shit for real, and them niggas was just standing up. And they was looking at each other mad times. I'm like, yo, this shit about to pop off. And then, you know, I'm watching verses and then I'm reading Twitter as this shit is going on. And Twitter, the timeline is going fucking crazy. Yo, the jokes is fucking hilarious. People were just going off about the whole shit. And that shit had me dying, bro. I'm not even going to lie. Twitter is the best place to like when something is going on live and everybody's watching it. It's like it's a big family and everybody's just making their comments, posting their memes, their reactions. This shit is great, man. This shit is hilarious. I will say that's dope about Twitter. But yeah, man, that shit. I know I had everybody on the edge of their seats. That shit was crazy. But all in all, it was dope because in the end, they ended up, uh, you know, doing so icy together and performing and kind of putting shit in the past and. You know, that was real dope of them to really kind of come together and show that, you know, we got to stop this beef shit anyway, because shit is already crazy. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I'm doing this from my window right here and across the street, there's some, he's, it looks like a dad, looks like a dad. He's probably in his late thirties. He has a young daughter and they out here and they playing soccer in the driveway. Okay. That's cool. That's cute. That's nice. You know, it's, it's early it's Saturday morning right now. And you know, you playing with your daughter outside. That's fucking cool. That's amazing. But dad got on sweats, a long sleeve tee. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's cold. It's chilly, my nigga. Like I said, it's 40 degrees. 
Why his daughter got a sleeveless shirt on and shorts? Nigga, it's cold outside. Son, the shit them folks be doing, them folks, you feel me? You know what I'm talking about. They be bugging out. You know, my dad, I couldn't step outside. This nigga used to bundle me up. It'd be 60 degrees. I bundled up. Make sure I got a jacket. Make sure I got 10 hats on. Make sure I got big ass fucking sweats on with some long johns under it and my boots. I always had to go out the house. I couldn't leave the house without a jacket. You walk outside without a jacket, some short sleeve, man, that was like a death, death sentence, man. You getting yelled at. Man, What you getting, you getting the ugly face. Man, what are you doing? What, what, why would you go out with it? That, that whole shit. You got that whole spiel. So to see this right now, I know my dad is looking down like shaking his head. Just, you know, black parents everywhere just looking down. Shit. Get that girl a jacket and some damn pants. The hell? It's fucking 40 degrees out here. But it's way off topping and shit, nigga. This shit just right in my fucking view. I can see it. That's the reason. But they got Biden and Harris signs in their house, so they cool. They straight. I fuck with them. Rock with them. Black Lives Matter, fist up, you know the vibes. But, yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Gucci and Jeezy for really uh, holding it down, man, for real. Character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. What's wrong with this nigga, man? <laughs> nah, man. I like the message, man, that, you know, is what I'm getting from Van, bro. It's a great message, man. But why is this nigga on here crying like this? This shit, crocodile ass tears. This nigga said, sound like a fucking motor nigga <laughs> yo 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 real talk this nigga sound like a fucking engine this nigga yo somebody get this nigga a jump <laughs> might start this nigga's car battery <laughs> nah man on a serious note man it's a great message you know he said a great message you know it's just that that was if, if you don't know that was from when um you know it was told us that joe biden was officially elected van jones's ass was up on cnn crying and shit like is come on my brother you need to relax stand stand tall where's dr umar when you need him look at this nigga here <laughs> Okay, I know that's a serious matter, but I just had to get my jokes off on this nigga's cry. Like, I feel like we didn't need that on TV. We did That didn't make anybody else feel better. I mean, it may have, it was probably a little section of America that probably saw that and teared up with him. Probably was so happy with him, but I just, I'm, I, I love his message. It all makes sense, but I can't, I can't do the, I can't, I just can't do the, 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 the car engine, you know. You know, need a jump battery starter kind of thing, a triple A. I somebody get this nigga triple A, cause I, I can't, I can't do the man. He was like, not even tearing up like the fake cries, but whatever, whatever, man, whatever. He made a good point. He made a good little speech. I want to thank my brother for that. Thank you, man. Okay, y'all, it's time for a little story time. This is probably like 
gonna be my favorite favorite part my favorite segment out of all the segments that i do this is probably gonna be my favorite one i was thinking of this shit you know throughout the last week i just got so many stories bro that i could get into and just you know i have y'all dying laughing because i'm dying laughing even thinking about some of these so i have to share some of these stories man but my first story time segment ever here it is all right so i had to be about maybe 17 years old i might have been 17 right i go to my boy's house um you know for a little time in high school i lived in this real white town this real white neighborhood and um you know they get into different kind of shit out there in some of them towns you'd be surprised so my boy man he's still one of my boys to this day right we went to i went to his crib he invited me over like nothing uh, like everything was normal everything was business as usual this kid, though, he liked to smoke weed. He liked to get real high. When I'm talking high, this man liked to sit on top of the cloud and still not be high enough. You feel me? He had to go to the moon. And if there was something above the moon, he would go above the moon. So that's like a little precursor to kind of give you some details on, you know, what I was walking into. Says, bro, come on over, bro. Come on over, dude. You know, my parents ain't home. Uh, we got the whole crib to ourselves. My brother's here. You know, we're going to smoke some fucking weed. Okay. All right. It's cool. It sounds straight to me. I'm really not the biggest of smokers. You know, I prefer to have a little drink here and there, but I'm not a smoker like that. You know, I only do it on occasion, and usually if it's got to be before bed now in my old age, my old ripe age of 25. But back to the story. So I show up. Shit is business as usual. It's normal. Typical playing video games, chilling, vibing, you know. Of course, no no women. No women because niggas is mad corny, especially back then. Just the bros, right? <sighs> I'm thinking, you know, oh, bro, you want to smoke? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll smoke right now. Whatever. We're not doing shit today. That was back when, you know, niggas didn't have jobs and you had no responsibilities. Uh, it was just the middle of summer. So I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't smoke weed that much, but you know, maybe um, somebody got a joint, maybe a blunt, maybe somebody's gonna start rolling, um, you know, maybe even the bong, you know, wasn't too keen on hitting the bong, but maybe even the bong, something I've done before. I see the big bro, he comes out with, uh, uh, it was like, um, like, uh, it was a two liter soda bottle empty, right? Comes with that. It looks like he cut it in half, put a hole through the top of the cap, and no, no, you know what? The bottle wasn't cut in half. The bottle was the bottle. Put a, a hole in the top of the cap, some little foil shit. Put the weed in the foil shit, and I see them smoking it. I'm like, ain't no way in hell this shit can be safe. Ain't no way in hell. They said, bro. It's no smoke, it's no smell, and you get the most smoke possible, bro. It's amazing. This is going to get you so freaking high, dude. Okay, that sounds crazy to me as it is. Why am I trying to get more smoke than I normally can? Well, I could just smoke it regular. So me, you know, you know, sometimes I have my way of like, yeah, bro, I'll smoke, and then I hit it just a little bit. The grab bong, I quickly, 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 quickly realized that there was no hit in this light. There was just no way to do it. So they they told me how to hit it, put my mouth on it, whatever, and just you just suck in, sucked in all the fucking air, right? All the damn smoke. Oh my god! 
coughing <laughs> all over the place. I'm fucked up. I'm throwing up. I'm, my fucking eyes is bulging out of my damn head. My face is turning red. Like, bro, the shit was a mess. The shit was terrible. I'm like, yo, what did y'all give me? Like, am I smoking dust? Niggas got me smoking crack in here? Like, what is this fucking contraption? Called it the gravity bong. Okay, that's a terrible experience already. You know, I'm, I'm already, I'm in pain now. And I, I'm, I, they, they, I, I, they said, let's go sit on the couch. I feel myself getting higher and higher and higher. All while I'm sinking and sinking and sinking down into the damn couch. Man, I am getting so fucking high with this shit. I, I'm like starting to like re-question. I'm trying to question my life. Why I'm on this earth? Why am I living? Who put me here? Who did this to me? So you can imagine my paranoia is going through the roof. And I wouldn't say I'm normally a paranoid guy, but this fucking shit had me paranoid. So as I'm sitting on the couch, I'm I'm the only I'm, I'm the black kid there, right? And now I see you know there's three other white guys there, and these are my friends, right? But man, when you're that high and, and paranoid, everybody looks like a freaking enemy, bro. So I'm sitting there, I'm starting to look around, and now I'm getting suspicious. Now I'm starting to look. And anytime a nigga look at me, ask me if I'm okay or whatever, I'm starting to think, yo, these niggas is trying to kill me. These niggas is dead ass trying to fucking murder me. And this fear, it's like irrational. But you couldn't tell me it was irrational in that moment. It was only getting worse. My boy was like, yo, are you okay? Every time he asked me if I was okay, I thought this nigga was ready to take me out to the shed. And they had mentioned, yo, let's go out to the back so we can smoke some more. And, yo, that's all I needed. I heard that they was going to take me to the back, to the shed. I thought it was a, a fucking rap for my life. I swear to God, I thought I was dying, bro. I was sweating. My I'm, my shirt was soaked. I had to take my shirt off. I thought I was going to have to go to the fucking hospital, bro. But I only thought I was going to go to the hospital so I could get away from these dudes. I, I thought they was really going to kill me. I really thought I was going to be dead that day. And this is the craziest shit. And since that day, I've probably taken... Another gravity bong with another with another white dude who I'm thinking it was gonna be okay, but luckily that time I just ended up falling asleep for like twelve hours straight. And this was like in the middle of the day. But bro, I, I swear to God, man, if you're not built for that shit, if you're not built for that shit, do not take a hit out of the gravity bong. I swear to God, you will regret it. You will regret it. If you're not a smoker, smoker. Do not hit that shit. And I'm telling you, this shit will have you in the fucking floating around somewhere in the fucking Milky Way galaxy, bro. I swear. Don't do it. Because I really thought I was going to die that day. I thought I was going to get tied up and put in a fucking shit. Never to be heard of again. Luckily, I wasn't. I was able to finally fall asleep and I woke up and everything was okay. But man... Probably one of the worst experiences of my entire fucking life. Just stay safe out there, kings. That's all I'm saying. Just stay safe. Speaking of kings, I got a little thing for my kings out there right now. Fellas, kings, don't let a woman tell you that you're a creep because you follow multiple IG models on Instagram. Might even follow them on Twitter. Might even follow him on TikTok. Do not let a woman tell you you are the creep. This is here for us to look at. And if she's trying to shame you for that, brother, king, 
drop that hoe. You heard it from me here. Your boy Common Folk Q on the three-day weekend podcast. You heard it here. Drop that hoe. Drop that hoe. You don't need that type of negativity in your life. If they posting the pics, they making the accounts, those are for us to follow. Those are for us to see. Booty, titties, all of it. It's for us, fellas. Go ahead and keep that follow. Don't unfollow. And I want you to do it on every every social media platform. Don't be ashamed. Don't start commenting, but don't be ashamed. Okay, now. Look, but don't touch. Look, but don't touch. And that's for me, Common Folk Q, straight out of my mouth, baby. Go ahead and do that. And like I said, keep that negativity out of your life. We're not manifesting negativity. Only positivity. Only things that make us happy. Come on, brothers. Be a king. Continue to be a king. Okay? Thank you. But for real, man, on a serious note, before I get out of here, you know, man, thank you again for listening. But it's tough, man. I know it's been a tough year for you, man. I know it's been a, a tough year for a lot of us. Depression is real. You know, tiredness is real. And when I say tiredness, I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally. The constant repetition of uh, doing the same things every single day, the same routine. But the same routine being something that wasn't the same a year ago. You know, getting up, taking a shower, getting ready for the day, not doing much during the day. And then going back to bed and playing video games or reading or watching TV and going to sleep. The same things every day that you do, right? And I know that this can get old, especially if you're working too during the week. So you're working and now you really feel like you're not doing anything. You know, on the weekends, normally when you would get out, you would do your things. You feel like you can't do that. You find yourself stuck. We, we're kind of all going through the same thing right now. Just know that people are out there for you. Um, get out, take a walk, break it up, break up your normal routine. One thing, find something creative to do. Um, it doesn't even have to be creative. It could be a little hobby. Just get something, do something to break up your routine, man, because it's killing us, man. It's it's really killing us. And every day you find yourself more and more tired, you know, mentally and just sick of the same shit, you know, and I don't want you to I don't want that to drive you to do something that you're going to regret. I don't want you that to drive you to do something that you'll, you know, you won't be able to fix. OK, go out there. Just think of something different, man. Give your brain a break. Give yourself a break. You know, do something, okay? Do something creative. Pick up a hobby. Could be anything, man. Something that you normally don't do. Just break from that routine, okay? Go ahead and do that. And I'm telling you, things will be a lot better for you. Your quality of life will get a lot better in a whole year that has been tough and just dragging on forever. It seems like this year is never going to end, man. But things will get better, okay? Just go ahead. Listen to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking from experience because I'm going through the same thing right now, trying to break up this daily routine because the shit is getting old, man. It's getting old. Trust me. I know. So for real, go ahead and do that, man. Think of something. All right. And this is for everybody out there that's listening. I want to thank you for listening, for tuning into another episode of the three day weekend podcast with me, Common Folk Q, just an all around casual because I don't know shit about shit and my opinion don't really mean nothing. And if you can want to take it as fact, that's on you, boss. Go ahead and do that. So, like I said, thank you and I'm out, y'all.